back to Superman and Lois TV Talk. This is our episode for season two, episode five. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. I had to do it. My name is Robin. And I'm Frank. Whoa. Well, you you said this is what my voice sounded like. Okay, listen. You said this is what my voice sounded like last week, and I... I, I, (laughs) <clears throat> just needed to see what the different, you know, how different uh, it really is. It's not, it's not, you're not that far off, I will say. You know, right, they're, they're, you, right. you got the, you got the, the spirit of it. You know, it's like the Dana Carvey thing of like, does he sound exactly like George Bush? Like, no, you know, not gonna do it. No, yeah. but he captured the essence. Yeah. And, and I feel like, I feel like you captured uh, my essence. Well, yeah. as as I as I've oh, I, I love to catch all my friends' yes. essences. Yes. As long as you don't I trap my them. essence in a in like a crystal or something, <laughs> or in no, another no, no. person, I put them like on a rack in my mm. bathroom, and I kind of sprinkle a little bit of that. I'm like, who I want to? Mm. Oh, de Francois. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I think we forgot somebody else. Yeah, uh, Derek. Who's yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is. Uh, this is Derek, and uh, I don't know if you uh, recognize my voice. I got a little bit of a cold. Yeah, yeah. His voice is a little, yeah. Your voice is a little bit more uh, high pitched than normal, but but yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to talk too much during this, but sure. uh, you guys. Uh, so, uh, but uh, it's 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 good good episode this week. I just wanted to say good episode. I like Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely, Derek. Derek, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's quite a cold. Yeah. Uh, so maybe maybe don't do that. Don't don't, don't talk much. No. The, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, that's, that's going to cause people to just turn well, don't, the show don't, right off. Don't talk to us. We'll talk to you. How about that? You know, like, well. Like, I can. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I'll be quiet. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Just uh, just oh, pre- almost right. pretend like you're in the audience this week. Um. Because we have we have Yay. actually yeah, yeah okay yeah Superman that's and Lois TV talk okay yeah Derek is yeah all right uh we'll just edit him out of, of this one but Jeez. um I know right gotta take a hint um <laughs> do you want to talk some some news oh we do have some news uh the uh, have you heard of this have you you seen this you heard this uh, second annual uh, critics choice. <laughs> What is this, Conan? (laughs) (laughs) You folks heard about this? You folks heard (laughs) like Leno? Like you folks? uh, You folks heard about this uh, situation here? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's apparently an award show that they do for uh, you know. I I think the only one I've ever heard of is the the Saturn Awards. You know, they have the you know like the sci-fi and the superhero stuff actually gets nominated for things. But this is the second annual Critics' Choice Super Awards, mm. and uh, bring it up because our show has been nominated uh, in two, ca- two categories. Uh, we have Best Superhero Series. Well, of course. I mean, Heck yeah. uh, going up against Doom Patrol, Hawkeye, Loki, Lucifer, and WandaVision. Stiff now, competition. Yeah. Those are some, some heavy hitters. Yeah, there. <laughs> there are. There are, yeah. But um, – but as they say, it's an honor to be nominated, right? Yes, yes, and and it's just so weird. Like you know, as a kid, you would say, uh, you would say, "Oh, which show would I rather watch? Like the Superman show or all these other shows that seem kind of gloomy and off-putting?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Although, although a lot, I mean, uh, best superhero series, Lucifer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Counterintuitive. <laughs> um. 
And of course, uh, uh, Tyler uh, has been nominated for Best Actor, Superman himself, uh, Best Actor in a Superhero Series. And he's going up against, uh, let's see, The Vision, Lucifer again, uh, Brendan Fraser's Robot Guy. Was it Robot Man in Doom Patrol? Uh, I haven't Hiddleston's, watched. Oh, I watched a couple seasons. Um, Hiddleston's Loki and Anthony Mackie's Falcon slash Captain America. Spoilers. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm assuming that Bettany's going to steal that one or Hiddleston is going to steal that one from Tyler. Uh, those, yeah, I, those seem like fair, fair bets. Those are, <laughs> the, I mean, they were both great performances, but I'm glad to see Tyler on this list. I'm glad to see any CW show like on this list. Yeah, um, right. Or on any list. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, when you look at it, it's all these sort of premium uh, 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 prestige shows, right? Yeah. Um, with movie star casts um, of literal right. movie stars. And then our sh- you know, our, our little, the little show that could, in a sense, uh, is in, in there among them against these big budget DC and, and Marvel shows. Um, and, uh, and Tyler, um, in there, uh, well-deserved, uh, among yeah. those heavy hitters. So yeah, uh, it makes me happy to see just the fact that, that those nominations happened. That uh, makes me happy. I mean, isn't it funny that, uh, you have a, you have a network that is made of all these different superhero shows mm-hmm. and I, this, this award show is just like, well, I guess we'll throw the CW one thing from a bone, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there was uh, one person's tweet I, I copied because I thought this was great. And uh, it was Lex Luthor himself, John Cryer. Uh, he tweeted out uh, the two nominations for Superman and Lois are richly deserved, but failing to recognize that Elizabeth Tuck is uh, absolutely redefining Lois Lane and is an egregious oversight. I hope the Critics' Choice Super Awards don't make that same mistake next year. Amen to that. I mean, <laughs> that's true. I, I I wish I had wrote down the nominations for, but I I, I it was like a couple people, a couple uh, uh, ladies uh, from Loki. Uh huh. I was just kind of like, come on, hmm. Elizabeth was a bit bitsy. Bitsy, uh, was, as we, as we doing, know her. Uh, yeah, has been doing is it's just I don't know of course been knocking out of the park every week on Superman and Lois and it has a lot of the most challenging stuff yeah uh, to work a- on absolutely so. <laughs> dealing with some really like emotionally heavy stuff and and delivering every single episode mhm yeah I, I i mean yeah i'm with john Cryer on on that absolutely mm-hmm. uh, and i i do i hope she gets i hope she gets recognized next year um but I, I am glad the show made it uh, into the you know into the nominations at all. Happy for Tyler, and I hope Bitsy gets the recognition she deserves soon. Yeah, yeah. and they, I've never even heard of these awards. Uh, I, they must have flew under my radar last year. Uh, but it's kind of cool to have a super awards. I, I do like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other bit of uh, news is that uh, Jonathan Kent, uh, our buddy and uh, former co-host uh, mm-hmm. Jordan mm-hmm. Elsass, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, visited Earth 167 uh, last week, uh, which means he—I'll uh, explain—he went to uh, a Comic Con convention in Vancouver and got to meet up with uh, Tom Welling and Erica Durant. So, mom and dad from a different world. Yeah. 
so I uh, he posted a picture. He was kind of raving about it on Twitter, and I was just so happy for him. <laughs> he looked so genuinely happy, like he was grinning from ear to ear. Like he took a, he took that picture with with Erica and Tom, and just mm-hmm. could could not have looked happier to be with them, meeting them. When we talked to him on the podcast, he talked about how much Smallville meant to him, and and right. uh, obviously we all shared that uh, in common, right? And and it really shows that that he wasn't just blowing smoke. He wasn't just sort of. You know, saying what he thinks fans want to hear or whatever. Like, he was legitimately, yeah. genuinely thrilled to be meeting them. I mean, he was a guest there. He he would have to just seek them out in order to exactly. cross them. You know, it wasn't like he got packed into a room. Like, I guess I'll take a picture of these two, get, these two people. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, I've had a chance, uh, you know, uh, humble brag. I, I've met Erica once and then Tom twice. Mm. And that... That look that Jordan has on his face is, uh, I, I, I recognize it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, same. It's just how you feel when you meet people that are that cool and, uh, you know, are a 10-year-long show that you've yeah. been watching forever. So I, I haven't had the chance to meet Erica, but I did get to meet Tom when we were all in Atlanta a few years right, ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I had the same look on my face meeting Tom and Michael <laughs> uh, and Aaron Ashmore that uh, – that, uh, mm. That Jordan had on his face meeting Tom and Erica, so I can, I can relate, I can relate, Yay. and just so happy for him, you know, that he get like yeah. he is he is making the most of this experience and like enjoying <laughs> it to the fullest, you know, like it's uh-huh. just good good for him for, um, really like soaking in all the fun stuff that comes with getting to be on a Superman show when you're a fan of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it is cool to see like a person that is into a property. Uh, being able to be a part of the property, but also geek out about the property as exactly. well. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Love all to right. see it. Uh, that, that's all the news uh, that I saw uh, on the internet this week. Um, so, shall we get into uh, our episode breakdown? <laughs> Let's jump in. Let's jump into this. What 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 you and and uh, Derek called a bizarre mitzvah or or quincea sera? <laughs> I mean, really, they where is this girl? You'll be a woman soon. Even factor into this episode. I just <laughs> I, I, I don't I understand from, how that's. I think from the idea that like this is like, a quincea era is like when when a girl becomes a woman, like in the in in the way that like a, a bat mitzvah would. Um, I guess, yeah. Because she on, remember she said it. she says later like, oh well, now I'm a grown up. Like you know, I I know right. about grown up things, and that's when Jordan's like, oh, what kinds of grown up things? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, oh nudge. yeah, in that same scene where she's like, yeah, you can rub my feet when I'm old, like yeah, forty ish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, just turn the knife Kids. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kids but you just said that you were you were in, been... weren't you in you said you were in middle school in 2005. I, th- I think you just said that on the last podcast, so that you're nowhere near, nowhere near forty. I love the fact that, again, you are a person that is not only a part of the property of Superman, <laughs> you are a fan and you can quote it. Yes. So good for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did my homework. Before. Look, you know, there is a fun thing of like, I listened to Shoe and, uh, b- mm-hmm. before I was ever a part of it. And so uh, when uh, the rare occasion when I'm not here to talk with you and Derek, I get to listen like 
I did when I was like in college commuting and listening to to shoes so, and, and in fact listening right. to you and Derek on shoe so mm-hmm. um you know so so there you go so yes I I uh, I get to participate fully now <laughs> um so yeah uh this one was written by uh Rena Mimone I I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly and of course uh Adam Mallinger who we know from the first season and is always great on Twitter, a mm. uh, better script reader. Uh, Rena, uh, this is her first episode that she wrote for Superman Lois. She is now one of the producers this season. Uh, she wrote for Dawson's Creek, Heart of Dixie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and uh, most importantly, uh, Everwood, which mm. is something that Adam uh, apparently really geeked out about. Uh, getting to work with her and being such a huge Everwood fan. <laughs> uh, he, he actually uh, did a lot of tweets this week and uh, did a great blog post about creating this episode and being able to uh, witness the filming of it. And I've, I've kind of collected a few facts here and there, but you know, uh, to learn more about it, folks, if you're listening, just uh, uh, I would check it out on online. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this one also is directed by Diana Valentine, which another, uh, tidbit, uh, is the fact that Adam apparently got the talking with Diana and, uh, Diana got her first start as a stunt woman, uh, when she was younger, which included being Linda Carter's stunt double for Wonder Woman. Diana was Diana. <laughs> huh. Huh. I like the way that connects. Yeah. But as for directorial credits, uh, mostly a lot of, you know, procedural stuff, criminal minds, your NCIS is used to that CBS money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, all right. So let's get into the episode itself. Uh, I have some major points kind of written down here. Major points. Major sorry. points. Um, general. Uh, our first thing is <laughs> Chrissy Beppo um, decides to go over Lois's head, not listen to her, uh, and go and talk to Allie hmm. herself. How does that end which, for her? Well, it looked like she was going into the sunken place uh, with that teacup. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. Very good. Yes, it did. <laughs> Put a, one coin in the very, uh, very empty get out jar. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she um, she had some visions where she uh, got to see this other world that um, that uh, Lucy was talking about. And I guess the truth that uh, they were hinting at uh, the the truth that Lois is covering up because how dare she think that somebody who's committing suicide might have some sort of weird altered reality in the meantime before being revived yeah no kidding right like it's a totally (laughs) natural thought to think that like they're being like it it, that it's a cult and that they're being uh, you know harmed by by trying to end their own lives but but i i it is interesting that even before Chrissy went Lois is is starting to connect the dots with Bizarro and thinking like oh okay maybe there is something to this other self idea yeah yeah it it seemed like she was 
grasping for straws or we're trying to connect some things that I don't know. I don't think that they personally could have connected, but Mm -hmm. then when Chrissy, uh, actually when we see that, uh, Dr. Faulkner is one of the inverse method uh, followers that maybe that would be more of a connective tissue, but there you go. There you go. It's just so funny. Like Clark and Lois have these briefings usually at the beginning of an episode and Lois introduces a new idea and you're, and I, a lot, a lot of times I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great. You know? And I could see how you got to there. But this time I was like, so like bizarre. was like your shadow self, much like Allie was saying that, no, I just didn't work. Yeah. It was a, a, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we were all, all were thinking it right. Like we all were thinking like, well, we know that they're talking about other, other selves in another earth. And like, we know that bizarre, I mean, mm-hmm. I, but I guess we have more knowledge of what bizarro is so that, yeah, but, but like, that and like we're watching a TV show. We're yeah. Like, okay, yeah. We're going to connect. This. We're going to connect. Dots. Something's going to something. It's not going to just be two separate. Yeah. Things. I mean, Fair. I guess it could have, but, but, but Lois is an ace reporter. Um, and anyhow, I, I did like, I did like, um, I did like seeing that, uh, Chrissy now, okay. Chrissy now like understands what, what she's dealing with and like, you know, kind of came back to Lois to try to like crack the case together to, to some degree. But, um, yeah, thank goodness they kind of made up. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I cannot handle Chrissy being like. Lois Lane is lying to me and therefore she is the worst person on earth. Yeah, that was starting to grate on me a, a, a bit. Like I, I was glad together, that guys. she came back. Yeah, I was glad she came back around. Um yeah. the what is in the tea? Like what what actually did brought her to that other world? Hmm. And and if people yeah, can do know. that and come back, then why aren't they doing that? Like why why isn't the inverse society basically just like an Amsterdam coffee shop where you just get high and then go back out into the world. Like why aren't they just sitting there and doing their shrooms or whatever? And then when the trip is over, they, they go back out into the world. Like why, why I have so many questions. Like I'm sure this will be answered in time. Like, but, but that's what I'm wondering at this point is like, if they can just go visit, why go visit? Well, I mean, sorry, why not just go visit? Why make it permanent? And also, like, yeah, exactly. See, I didn't even connect that with the T because obviously, if this inverted world uh, you go to, uh, if you decide to kill yourself, and is there is there some sort of like prayer you say to yourself to right. gain entrance to whatever uh, this is? Right, a mantra, or like, is it the T? Is it the T? Is it the T? Like- well, and then and then, how does ending your life here automatically send you to the other place? You know, like right. how I, I so many questions. So, so many questions. <laughs> um, yeah. If you if you get into if you die by other means, do you go to the other place? Like I just so many questions. Um, well, she get, the other connective tissue, of course, was the pendant. The pendant. She put the pendant around Chrissy and she said the pendant will guide the way or something like that. Yeah. Um. So maybe you have to be wearing that special pendant that Allie has. Okay. Okay. There you go. I think that's more probably more likely because the whole we get a we get a flashback at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode. Uh, uh, Shakedown, nineteen seventy nine. I mean, uh, Metropolis, nineteen seventy nine. <laughs> By the way, missed uh, opportunity should have been seventy eight. My in my opinion, yeah, but. yeah, that's true. Um, 
And uh, we meet young Allie, who is played by a young actress named Amber Taylor, who was on uh, uh, Yellow Jackets, The 100, and Batwoman. Um, and yeah, there's a, it's like a strange thing where this uncle is trying to um, tell Allie not to fall for this thing. Like the father just died and there's a big will and a big inheritance, but only if she looks after this pendant, which... Uh, strangely was presented to her in a lead box. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I, or it might've been lead. It could have just metal or something. Sure. But it was funny how he wasn't touching it. You know, that is interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And this thing has been in their family for generations. It killed their dad, which maybe he was trying to reach the other side. And maybe probably. Cause she, she says do that, right. I don't know. She says that her family has believed that. And like, uh, you know, carried that down, that sort of tradition and that belief for, for generations. So that maybe he probably was trying to reach the other side. And what a weird, uh, it was kind of interesting, uh, maybe a metaphorical kind of thing where the uncle gives her that peppermint sucker. Yeah. And when she decides to make her choice, she just spits it out in this empty vase and the uncle is told to leave. So yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to go for the sweet, the sweet life. Right. It was, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh Sorry. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. I did not deserve that one so soon. You're going to have to put <laughs> that one up again because it's going to happen a lot. <laughs> um, also, the, uh, the attorney's name uh, was John Pugh, which I'm assuming he's Florence's dad. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, sure, sure. So. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he's very invested in um, Allie finishing her father's life's work. So there seems to be some sort of society uh, built up already in 1979. That's right. Yeah. So I just, okay. So Beppo says that when she went over there, Allie seemed to be in control. Like, yes. I don't really like in charge of the country, maybe even in charge of the world. So, yeah, I wonder how that got to that point. <laughs> it sounds like a really, really intense version of, like, Second Life, where Allie, Allie is, like, the emperor over there, so she's just trying to get everyone to go over there so she can just be in charge. Like, that's what <laughs> right. it feels like. It's like, uh, abandon your life here, because I, I got it pretty good over there, and I want to be queen of the world. So come on over to, to, to that world where I'm in charge. So I can be the emperor of everything or something like that's, that's where my mind goes. Yeah. So do you, when you go over to that place, do you merge with your shadow self? I don't know. I mean, you know, Allie just goes over there as earthbound Allie into whatever inverted world does well, inverted Allie like want Allie earth Allie to get out of there or is <laughs> you all, you all were talking on the last episode about how, uh, this character in the comics does have connections to is is a version of Parasite, right? Right. And Parasite is you know a comic book villain who sucks energy from people and creatures and whatever for for his or her own um needs, like gets feeds off of everyone else's energy to. Um, live and to function. So I kind of wonder if she is feeding off of people um, 
here to power herself over there or, or, or something to, to that effect. Like when they, when they cross over, does that mm-hmm. make her stronger and more, more powerful? Does, and, and what does the, um, what does the pendant, um, how does that factor into that? Right? Like, is that what she's using to like, make them cross over and is she using it to suck energy from them or something like there is, I wonder if I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of a, a, a parasite connection on the show. Maybe not. Maybe they just took the name because it was an existing name of a character and they're doing something totally different. But I'm theorizing if, if they were to go parasite route, like maybe it would look something like that. Right. Right. Uh, and Chrissy says she met her dad. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. Which is like, out of that was like a strange little okay yeah <laughs> so she and and she seemed to be over there for like i don't know well he said it's been it's 7 minutes since her heartbeat stopped mhm mhm mm-hmm. um, and he was going to revive her and then uh and then she woke up but maybe time passes differently in the other world um because she was over there long enough to meet her dad uh and to say something like to say that she wait what was exactly what exactly did she say? She meet her bizarre self or I have the quote here. She okay. says, I was me, but not me. That's right. More like a bizarro version of myself. That's right. Yeah. Which, that's for the bizarre guys. Reference. We got to stop with that. It's everybody saying <laughs> we it get now. it now. If, yeah, we get it. We get it. And not everybody's going to naturally say bizarro version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Like, um, why would they be saying bizarro version of myself if bizarro is not a cultural reference for them to make? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Unless that um, Seinfeld episode still exists in their universe. Maybe. Maybe it's just a regular episode of Seinfeld. No. Oh, whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, she says everything in the world was off, but Allie was everywhere. And um, yeah. Yeah. There's so something, something I guess I'm assuming there. when you go over there, you you do merge with yourself. Your yeah, the I guess part that, of you that's missing. Ali says it sounds like from from what from what Beppo was telling us, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's a little strange because I don't know. Did Lois need a second opinion? about this right. <laughs> because her sister probably said all this stuff to her and she was just like, well, that's crazy. I'm not putting that in her article. And now that Beppo's done it too, Lois might is like, well, wait a second. Maybe my sister wasn't, <laughs> wasn't lying about it. Right. But still it's like, it's interesting that <sighs> it it's, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so, so many questions, right? Like just so many questions yeah. about how it all works and they're, they're, they're keeping me curious, but not frustrating me with it. Right, right. Yeah, I felt like, oh gosh, you know, when when I heard this, uh, Chrissy's description and all this, and even the detail, like I met my dad, um, that makes me think that they're they're um, they're going to go to the other world. I hope it's not just Clark. I hope both Clark and Lois get to go to this mm, other world, mm-hmm. and I perhaps they're setting it up for Lois to meet her mom. I I wonder about that for sure. Over there. I do wonder about that. Um, I got to think Lois will go there, and and I think that there will be a Lois there. Um, well, okay, two thoughts. The way Bizarro looked at her when when they yeah. had their brief encounter, and Clark says it like maybe he's married to a version of you over there. 
<laughs> I'm waiting for her to go this again. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if she's dead over there, and that's why he was looking at her because oh. his ver- his logos is gone, and so he was yeah. getting a brief moment. <laughs> this to- again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but like you know, kind of like John looks at her. Um, I, yeah. I kind of wonder yeah. if it was like a similar a similar thing. Um, but I like I like the idea that, that maybe she meets her maybe she goes there and meets her mom. Maybe her, I mean mm-hmm. both things can be true. She could be gone in the other world, but her mom could still be there. So do we want Terry Hatcher again, <laughs> or do we want we can't do Erica right? Because Erica, I mean, except the fact that they they're pretty much ignoring all the Arrowverse at this point. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but also, like you know, after Crisis, like people can look like other people, and you know, like whatever. Yeah, it it. it could, Erica would be cool. Terry Hatcher would be very cool. Um, I'm trying to think of who who hasn't who hasn't uh, been part of you know done done some stunt casting. Who's who's been in in the world in 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 the Superman uh, Lois mm. sphere in the past? I can't think of anybody who's not who's still alive who hasn't been involved in in some way. Uh, Annabeth Gish was in Steel. Okay. <laughs> and she is a good actress. Okay. And, and looks a bit like Lois. I mean, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, she's, she's got the brunette thing going. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'm trying to think of uh, anybody. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Um, I I could go with uh, Dana Delaney. Oh, oh, God. That's even better. What am I thinking? Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. I love Dana Delaney. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think Kristen is too too young to, to, to <laughs> Yeah, Kristen's too young. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. She could be she could be like Lana in the other world or something if mm-hmm. they wanted to go that route. Although it looks like it seems like everyone looks the same. Well, I'm saying that based purely on Bizarro looking like looking like Tyler just, you know, a little more bizarre. Yeah, that's the other thing. Bizarro comes to our world and he looks like this. Now in the cartoons and the comics, Bizarro people look like Bizarro, right? Yeah. They all look all zombie-ish and crack skin and all that. Uh, does everybody that crosses over, like it will, will Clark and Lois, when they cross over to Bizarro world, will they be surrounded by a bunch of zombie looking ghouls or will they be, will they look like Bizarro to, to, yeah. <laughs> do, do, do they look like that over there? Do they only look like that when they cross over here? Maybe, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe the, the atmosphere here messes with their skin or like what, whatever, like maybe there's a reason for that and they look normal over there. Um, I yeah. have thoughts, but I don't want to get spoilery. So I won't, I won't go any further than, than that. But right. Well, we they can, did we mention can... in an earlier episode, something about how they cut themselves um, oh yes, they did. They I did. forgot about that. Yes, they did say that. You're right. So maybe that's a strange case with just Bizarro himself. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. Uh, so this is all very, uh, very intriguing. Um, another fun note. I there was a lot of uh, in this episode a lot of budgetary constraints, and they you know they took the script and. The I think the the quinceanera was going to be in like a community center, and they're like, "Well, we already have the barn. Let's just do it in the barn." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
And for Allie, she was supposed to be located in a cabin originally. And oh. Beppo was going to go visit her in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, which explains why um, it's so funny. Beppo and Lois go ambush Allie at a hotel right. in New Carthage. And then they show the exterior of this hotel in Smallville. And it's, I think it's the same hotel exterior. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> they just slapped a CGI, the Smallville in. Sure, 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 sure. That makes sense. But that makes yeah, sense yeah. For, for budget. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I guess uh, thinking about it, this was not a super effects heavy episode, like by and large. Except for the fight stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And and they 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 clearly I guess they saved the budget for those for that sequence. Mm-hmm. So uh I guess we could talk a little bit more about um Bizarro. Um Bizarro who um is on the prowl. Uh yeah, no he, kidding. <laughs> Could this possible? Okay, so he hunts down and kills uh, Doctor Faulkner, who I learned in the cast credits this week. Her first name was Kit. Uh, Kit, <laughs> Kit Faulkner, Faulkner um, which I didn't Google. I, I think they actually even said her name at some point in the episode, and I remember being like, "Oh, she has her first name." Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think I caught it in the in the um, closed captions. Yeah. So yeah, Lois discovers that Falk, Cease Faulkner in uh, one of her uh, one of Allie's uh, videos. Yeah, and so she goes to Ameritech, uh, the the trailer in the Schuster Mines, to track her down and finds Bizarro had ransacked the place. And uh, yeah, most shocking scene in any Arrowverse show. Can I just say? Totally. I was like, Whoa, that was. <laughs> I can't believe that. Striking, right? Like, yeah. like. And they showed it. They showed it more than once. And and yeah. even though I knew what I was going to be seeing, it still was like, yeah, like strikingly like shock, shocking. That looked like a horror movie yeah. scene, right yeah. there. Yeah, talk I, about Get was... Out, right? Like that is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that yeah. was, um, yeah, because you don't, you never see it. You never see that. You never, right? It, so it it just just catches your eye and and was. Um, you know, upsetting to, to, to see, but, but effective, super effective. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, at this point, we, we assume that she was on the phone with, uh, Allie and not Anderson. Yep. Um, at the, in the first few episodes, uh, oh, uh, Adam Ballinger's blog or maybe here's tweets mentioned that at one point they were going to have Bizarro just freeze Faulkner. Hmm. instead of breaking her neck and uh and yeah again looking at the twitter uh both he and i think uh jai jameson both reacted live to seeing that effect for the first time of of her head being twisted around it's just like wow i can't believe they did that i know so i i I thought it was a very like apart from it being you know somewhat gruesome and whatnot like i thought it was very interesting choice like i i thought it was a good a good choice if i if you can call that good you know what i mean but yeah. artistically um I yeah it was an interesting choice and and i yeah i found that visually interesting um <laughs> i was surprised at how calm lois was um at at being in the same like you know she reacted obviously but like when he lunged forward and then flew out 
flew out. Like I thought he was attacking her. Yeah. Um, but she seemed to know that he was flying out. So I was like, <laughs> uh, Oh yeah. He's in his flying stance. She knows is. his stuff. Yeah. Well, I guess Peter so. in that position. As I guess he's so, pushing yeah. off. Also, he's moving so fast. It's not like she could react if she wanted to, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So that was the other thing about the bizarro fight, uh, last week. I noticed that, you know, maybe you did too, that, when they were fighting, the pendant was on Bizarro, and it seemed to be drawing energy yes. from Superman, um, and w- which made me think, oh, that sounds like a parasite thing, yes. you know? And with Allie having her own pendant, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, but Anderson uh, mentions in his briefing with uh, uh, Clark that uh, he they noticed like an energy field of some sort. And he was worried that the pendant was going to actually give Superman uh, more power, Mm. uh, which he could be wrong about it, but I thought it was pulling power away from him. And the other thing was that, um, you know, in uh, both fights, both two or three times he's fought Bizarro. Uh, Bizarro is pretty much, you know, ransacks him. Yeah. But the one time that he finally beats Bizarro is when he doesn't have the pendant on. Yes, him. true. So true. Yeah, maybe I, it I was sucking power from him. I don't know. <laughs> I bet it was powering up Bizarro in some way. I yeah. that that does connect with yeah the parasite idea, especially with Allie having one. I wonder is that his? Is that Allie's from the other universe because he's you know, her adversary. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm so curious yeah. about where the, and is she, is she trying to get her hands on that other pendant? Because if, if she puts them together, something happens, you know, like what, what is, mm-hmm. what is all happening? I, it just, how did Bizarro get down there? Yeah. Like, did he just like beam into a mountain? <laughs> like, Oh God. And I'm surrounded by XK, which it seems that, um, you know, also uh, is is his version of Green K, right? Because um, Clark handily uh, beat his butt mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. with fistfuls of it. Yeah, how did he uh, get down there? How did he get down I, there and, uh, and, and in that suit and everything? You know, the sort of the fake Doomsday suit. Like, how did he yeah. get put there? Is there some tunnel? I mean, clearly they were, you know, Amertech was looking for some connection to the inverse world right through the, through the mines. So they, they know, they know, they know something like Kit knew Faulkner knew something knew more than, Mm. than we did. And she was working with Allie on it. And so Allie, Allie is the, the keeper of that knowledge now. And those are, those are the kinds of questions. That's what I'm saying. There are so many questions that are, (laughs) <laughs> like really, really, as I turn it over in my head, more and more questions come up. Right. But um, did you notice when uh, Chrissy was on the floor with the pendant on her that there was some sort of energy wispy stuff coming uh, from the pendant, as if it was I don't know pulling. I'm not sure pulling energy from her, directing energy into her. I have no idea. <laughs> is so it the gateway to the other world and the right. whisper is is like her soul or something? I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And somebody what, explain it to somebody, us. Somebody, please, over the next eight <laughs> episodes or whatever we have left. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Superman is put in a position where he's got to save Allie, 
uh, and uh, he ends up fighting Bizarro. They fight in like a paper mill. Um, and uh, Bizarro does speak, and we kind of save Derek the trouble of, yes. uh, of running the heck the audio this week because, yeah, there's subtitles in this where he's just like, get out of my way. Um, and uh, I had the closed captioning on, so I got to see the closed captioning subtitle, and it says, speaking backwards. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, so but it's official. Great fight. Yeah, exactly. Great fight. Lots of great punches. And then we get to see Fire Breath for the first time. Like you guys which, were talking about. Fire Breath awesome. and, and Ice Vision. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So cool. Uh, I love uh, I loved seeing that. It was a Fire Breath looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um that was like like that's where the money went. This like the yeah. the the, yeah. the, the era was put in the barn so they could do that effect <laughs> and it was worth it. Right, right. Right. And they didn't bring uh, uh, Good Charlotte or Lifehouse to the Quinceanera because they, they didn't want to pay for that. Bill. Yeah, yeah. They put it in the fire breath. Yeah, fire breath money. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, Superman beats him. And it, there's there was also this great thing where uh, – interesting thing, I should say – where Superman kind of looks over in the mines and sees that there's a box there that says property of the DOD. Mm. I thought the DOD was in charge of cleaning up the XK. So why did, like, did Superman not know that? I thought he did know that. Yeah. Lois knew it, right? Lois knew it. I thought Lois knew it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, that's why the Superman of America were even involved in all of that stuff, right? Like, because right. it's all D- Anderson and DOD. So I don't know. I'm confused why he's confused. Yeah, or yeah. why he just—I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. But um, yeah, Clark ends up. Um, jo- we'll we'll get into the quinceanera, but um, oh gosh, where is it? Where is it? So when Superman comes back to the Kent to to Kent Farm and does this quick change into his CV into his civvies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He tells Lois. That, oh, yeah, he's in the fortress, and uh, my mom's going to see what she can learn from him or mm. figure out. And I was like, Derek's, like, greatest wish has come true. They took Lara, and they put her in the fortress. Yes. Which means one thing to us. It does not mean two things. <laughs> did you? Did, but, like, when I heard that line, I was like, oh, my God. So the Ice Palace is restored, yes. and Lara's there. She's going to be the new Jor-El. But then she calls him to the the fortress, mm. and it turns out to be Talro's fortress. Yeah, which made me feel really bad. And I, I guess I just that's want... just the fortress now. No, I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe when this is all over, the, the Clark will boot up the the fortress again. I don't know. I hope so. I don't like. I just. Why would he leave her there? Yeah. I just, you know, and I'm going back and forth about whether the original fortress, uh, the only fortress, uh, was brought down uh, during Clark and Talro's fights. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I can't remember. I, I, I think it was. The, yeah. I, I, I seem to remember it was. Um. But, but can it be resurrected in some way? Right? I don't. I right. Don't, I don't know. I mean, when when Bizarro got here, I mean, he called it home. 
Yeah, he went there. He went there and what? called it home. <laughs> so maybe, maybe the the key to to unlock, you know, unlocking it, getting it back up and running is somehow uh, in him. You know, like maybe once this whole season story gets unraveled, maybe Clark will have what he needs to to go back to that fortress. I hope so. I really hope so. I hope so too. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I get it. You want to be your own show and your own story and whatever, but it's but, part of the lore, right? I mean, it's part on. of the, yeah, it's part of classic, <laughs> classic lore. I hope, I hope that they, uh, they can. you want people to come to the, to, to the Superman show and, and see some, see some familiar, familiar things. things. Yeah. 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 Totally. Why is he not in a city? Oh, okay. There's a fortress of solitude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, luckily that the the Tal Rose Fortress has that great energy field that can kind of hold person. It, don't you want to see the rings though? It's just the uh, rings yes. around. Yes. <laughs> please, please, it's exactly that's what it is, right? Like that's I know. what it's their version of that, and it has an interpreter built in too. Like it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. The Universal Translator. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's very. It was very like. Yeah, Superman seventy eight meets Star Trek meets Doctor Who sort of, uh, you know, yeah. like with like the TARDIS translating form and stuff. Yeah, it totally. <laughs> yeah. Were you expecting his voice to be like me? Don't like <laughs> Allie, or am I just like Derek? Confused Salman. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. It, it did sound like Derek. Yeah. I don't sound anything like that. All right, Ch- okay. uh, dude. All right. Enough. I- enough with you now. All right. It's kind of grating. People yeah, don't, and people don't like it. Sweet. It's not good. You got to no. get past that cold. It's in it's in our ears. Like, no one wants to hear you. All right. <laughs> Love you, bud. <laughs> Somebody unsubscribed. I just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bizarro talking pretty normally, uh, you know, kind of raspy, you know, he's. Um, but uh, it is it's Tyler, you know, um, and he says that. uh uh, they're not at war yet, but they will be. Um, you will uh, be. And, and <laughs> you will be. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. One of the scariest moments of Empire Strikes Back is yeah. Yoda uh, warning Luke. Um, and yeah, he says that she's going to destroy everything he loves, his friends, his family. He's going to lose it all unless he kills her first, mm. which we know Superman won't do. But yeah, I just, I wonder what the threat is here, you know? Yeah, I know. That's because it doesn't seem like, at first, it's like, oh, oh, so she's trying to get this cult going and people converted and everybody, you know, killing themselves left and right. And Bizarro is going to be like her, you know, her number, her number yeah. one crony. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The henchman that cleans up and, <laughs> but he seems to be here to uh, take her down. So, yeah. So, I mean, the the thought that, right. Cause I thought it was like, she saw him as yeah, a henchman, a weapon. She could use something, something like that. Right. Yeah. It seems like not, not so much, but then like, why was Dr. Faulkner like on the phone with her and, and, and like excited at this new development of finding him? Um, if it's, if it's not, Hey, maybe they, maybe they thought he'd be sympathetic. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's so much. I'm. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for like an alley centric episode, like an episode that that takes place from Ali's point of view, almost. Uh, yeah. Where like the the B plot is like flashbacks to her, her life up until now. That that fills in some of these blanks of what has she been up to, 
what are things like in the other world? Like I'm waiting for either an episode to give us a download on this stuff, or maybe, maybe it'll continue to trickle through and to keep the mystery alive to the end of the season. But I'm very, very eager to get more, more details on that because so much hinges on that. Right. Right. And you know, it could be, maybe she was just after the other pendant. You know, mm-hmm. maybe she was just like, you know, you got to get him out of there because I know the pendant's down there with sure. him and I need that. Maybe there, were, maybe the energy it was giving off, she could trace it and knew it had to be there. Yeah. She should have waited for um, Independence Day. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, speaking of the pendant, uh, Anderson refuses to hand it over. Uh, as we said, we think he's, he thinks he's, uh, she, uh, it's going to power Superman up more, mm. you know, he's probably a big believer in power corrupts and <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and, uh, yeah, he's looking a little, uh, worse for wear. He's unshaven. He's looked um, better. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's go over, we got to talk about some other stuff in this episode. Um, first off, uh, Sam now is going to train Jordan. Yeah. And Jonathan gets involved. Yes, he does. Um, <laughs> I like how one second Sam is like, oh, you told your brother about this. You'd be a terrible spy. <laughs> and the next second he's like, well, so if you know anyway. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you pinky promise not to tell your parents? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> You're in on this now. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, and I don't know. The way Sam was kind of talking to him was a little bit. I was like. You could be nicer to Jonathan. Like you could. He's like, we've got to. We've got to learn Jordan's baseline. You know. And yeah. Then yeah. Once they're doing push-ups together, then he's like, Jonathan, can you go get us some waters? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Ouch. Jonathan. You know. Is, yeah. He's feeling replaced on the football field, and you know, replaced left and right in his family's eyes. You know, we went over a lot of this uh, last week about mm-hmm. how many different things that Jordan's been a part of mm-hmm. that Jonathan's just missed out on completely mm-hmm. and doesn't seem to be getting the invitation anytime soon. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, his ego is very bruised, but I do think, uh, I think it's implying that the drugs are giving him a little bit of uh a little bit of an edge too. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Being a little bit less uh, understanding and yeah. a little bit more resentful. Than yes. He usually would be. I think that, yeah, right. it's, it's, it's messing with his head a little bit. He's, he's, you know, Jordan described it as aggro. And I think that's, that's a, a, a good description. <laughs> yeah. Like he is, he is like way more aggressive and just like in, in uh, competition with uh with jordan in a way that he you know is, isn't normally um yeah. yeah he's like you don't have to get used to me be just being better than just you. being better than you right like that is <laughs> not how those wow. two talk yeah. yeah yeah uh and jordan took that like almost too well to be like huh that's weird mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it, it, yeah and and uh his and jordan's discussion with sarah mm-hmm. uh later I like the, how she kind of drew a parallel to how when her depression started, yeah, that she started acting like a totally different person to people, you know, and perhaps Jonathan's going through some sort of depression. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, very empathetic. But, a very empathetic uh, uh, outlook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, unfortunately, it's, I mean, you know, obviously I'm assuming some, some depression goes along with being addicted to sure. uh, drugs. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the rough, rough deal that uh, J- Jonathan's been handed, you know, being so, so sidelined left and right um, probably adds to it as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I love this last scene where Jordan and Jonathan talk and suddenly Jonathan's eyes light up. Yeah. <laughs> and Jordan is overjoyed is so excited to tell mom and dad oh my god you have powers too awesome yeah 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 <laughs> and uh oh. yeah there's another thing that adam mellinger uh wrote about was that he this was he said he was adamant uh from the time we were breaking the scene that this is going to be jordan's reaction nice he's super excited about it and you know of course you know He's like, oh my God, you're with me now. Yay. Yeah. Well, together. Yes. Like to not be alone anymore. <laughs> that's the thing that's been killing him about this, right? Is feeling alone. Yeah. Like, sure, he's got his dad, but like his dad's right. already gone through this. He's going through this now. He wants to share it with Sarah even, right? And and his dad convinces him to wait a year. Now he's got Jonathan who he can, he can maybe experience this with instead of just sort of relaying his experience to him. Right. And then even the training is kind of alone. I mean, Sam's helping him, but yeah. he's got to keep it a secret from mom and dad. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Jonathan luckily came up with a good excuse to kind of hold him over for a couple of more days. He says, uh, mm. that he's worried that Clark's going to pull him off the football team. If, uh, he finds out he has, which I was like, wow, that's a really good excuse. Jonathan, he must've thought of that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that was, Yeah. <laughs> So, but like, uh, how much of that is 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 his little yellow friend, and how much of that is really him? Right? Like, <laughs> is any of it really him? The excuse, the the powers, the, the powers. Oh, I'm assuming it's all yellow mess. Yeah. Does any of it stay? Do you think once he gets off the sauce? Uh that would be so nice, right? I don't think it will, though. I think I don't. I don't think so either. But. I, don't I know. think the writers probably think like, oh, well, you know, it's enough trying to like figure out storylines and the growing of one, you know, boy into this. I, I think yeah. they're saving Jonathan's real evolution in that respect uh, uh, for later. Mm-hmm. I would I, I would think. I know. would think. Yeah. 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 Because they're both in the same points of life, part of life. You know, it's it would be kind of re- repetitive, I'm assuming, you know, <laughs> it could. Yeah. It could. It could get repetitive. Um, That's true, yeah. So. Um, oh, uh, I love this little bit of trivia. The Clark is bringing uh, muffins to Nat and John, and I, apparently it was Bitsy's suggestion that Lois had a muffin set aside for Clark. Of That's so cute. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Because that was a really sweet little moment where he's like, hey, oh. <laughs> like, right, right. It's just so them. It's so them. I love. I love. Uh, I love. I love how much their relationship has sort of taken on its own thing, and and you can that feels like them. Her having a muffin set right. aside. It just it, it fits. And there's always like a moment when they have a kiss. Like she she kisses him in the Gazette after before sending him off on on errands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it's nice to see people being happy together on television. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And of course, you know, Clark and Lois, you know, people that in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sarah. Okay. So, so what you're trying to say is it's nice that Clark, uh, is only kissing (laughs) Lois and no one else. Unlike let's talk about Kyle. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, poor Sarah. She is this, this whole first scene where she's dancing with, Kyle and uh, there's this joke about like I learned that from Patrick Swayze and she's like who yeah uh, and, and uh, he's one of those old talking, forty year olds we were talking about before <laughs> Lana's talking you know t- talking about this big speech that she's gonna have and Sarah's like oh gosh don't make it too gushing or whatever and then the whole thing where uh, they're planning on changing their last name yeah which yeah. is wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at first I, I I didn't know if it was just just Sarah planning to, Sarah, to take the name, but it yeah. sounds like the whole family is going to be changing their name. I think so. Yeah, I think so because it seemed like it was just Sarah in that first scene, but later on when they're explaining it to Dean, yeah, yeah, uh, it seems like everybody is there. So they're going to be Kyle and Lana Cortez. Yep. Which the only Cortez I know, of course, is from uh, the Cortez family from Spy Kids. Uh, yes, naturally. Yes, yes. Uh, now, I wonder, will, Cortez. has anyone told Sophie about this or will she be left behind and then show up in five episodes and her name is still Cushing? Yeah. Uh, well, Lana did give her a little bit of uh, crap for not being a team player this week. And uh, you could tell there is something going on there. There's something there about something, that kid. Yeah, yeah. And there's something going on with Lana. I mean, Lana wanted to take a bath a couple episodes ago and didn't want anything to do with Sophie. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then, t- and then Sophie's there, obviously lured by dinosaur pancakes. Naturally. Had those that morning. Must have. Uh, she's not happy about the pretty dress, the cardboard dress. She has to That's wear. That's right. Yes. And Lana set pulls her side and goes, we talked about this tonight. You're a team player. There's something going on here, Frank. <laughs> something, something is going on. <laughs> something is going on. I, I tried to connect her to Morgan edge in the first season, but could she be from bizarro world? <laughs> is the, is the other version of her ever present and has lots of dialogue and her mom wants right. to be around her. I don't know. I, 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 I yeah, I, some, something, something is, is off about something has yeah. been off about Sophie the whole time. So like, that's what, that's what makes it hard to tell. Are, are they, they're, uh, <laughs> they're acknowledging it more. It seems. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was good that she showed up, uh, in the, um, in the house. Cause I didn't see her at all during the Quinceanera. Did you? <laughs> I, she got a pretty dress. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't think I remember seeing her actually in the bar. I don't know that I did. If if, <laughs> if she was there, she was in the background. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it's gonna take some time getting used to uh, Cortez's instead. Cortez. Of, I kept on writing yeah. Cushing in my notes. Sure, but Cortez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good for them. Um, though. Dean was yeah. a little comment like, "Oh, how progressive of you!" Like, how progressive. Mm, <laughs> screw you, man. Oh, and how funny was this? Uh, why did Lana invite Mayor Dean to the, her, her daughter's? Know. She thought it was here. polite. <laughs> Wait, yeah, but he has been a complete uh, I know. douche nozzle. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's like, I'm going to use your, you know, I, I'd hate for anything to get out about you. Uh, I Kyle, uh. know. And somehow Lana's like, oh, I guess I'll invite Mayor Dean to the, to. 
I mean, it's your daughter's birthday party. Why would you even feel like it was necessary? I guess to put on a good front for the public, it's a small town. Not inviting yeah. one person is, you know, especially the mayor is uh, is is um, conspicuous. And maybe she felt like it made her look like a good sport to have her opponent be there. I don't know. I'm just projecting. But like, it, yeah, it's optics. It's optics. Moments, moments, moments later. Yeah. Uh, Sarah is explaining to Jonathan that she would have invited Candace, but they were at their limit with the guests. Yes. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking Sarah did not want Candace there, but you know, she could, she should have invited Candace for optics. I'm assuming. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess, <laughs> but Candace ain't running for mayor. So. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, she is head of the cheerleading squad. Head of the so. cheerleading squad, yeah, but that she left that life behind, uh, uh, Sarah did. So, uh, Oh, I love uh, the Jordan and Jonathan's reaction to Sarah's dress. And he's like, as Jonathan's like, he, he, he means you look stunning. And Jordan's like, that's not the that's word. That's not oh. the word. <laughs> and Kyle caught that. You watch it, Rico Suave. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for Jordan to go, who's that? Yeah, I kind of was too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, what happens is during this, uh, that's Tanya decides to just show up. What is your far? What is your problem, Tanya? <laughs> like, what is your pro- like? I get. OK, I get her intentions of like, I messed up. I told somebody and I'm afraid that person's mm-hmm. going to sell the story. And I wanted you to hear it from me. Totally on board with yeah. that. But Kyle keeps you, ignoring the phone calls. Yes. But so like you can't talk to him on the phone. But you're gonna come in person and like be seen with like that's so much worse. Uh that's just a terrible idea. It's just uh, a terrible and, idea. And also and, like let uh, him let him celebrate his daughter's birthday. You know, like don't literally come and ruin the part. I don't know. I just <sighs> think that's if you're trying to if you really mean to help then don't physically show up where people might see you together and start to talk right in a small town. I am wondering if these writers wanted some more drama in this episode. And maybe that's what? the reason why there's no other reason why a person more. would naturally just show up at some teenager's birthday party. To more drama. <laughs> According to uh, some of the behind the scenes stuff, Adam said that almost every take of Kyle talking to Tanya outside, there were flocks of geese flying overhead huh. and they were filming out. To, you know, of course we visited Kent farm, you know, from far away, of course, from the street we saw it. Um, but they were filming outside in on that set, uh, you know, set house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was like, really cold so they were all like kind of freezing and they were also dealing with flocks of geese ruining every oh, that shot. sucks <laughs> that sucks wow so um yeah uh jordan and sarah overhear it and sarah's then, night is just ruined like uh, wow and of course the very next thing she's got to do is that father-daughter dance yeah and um you know, fun fact, uh, the, the dance song was Silito uh, Lindo, Cielito Lindo. Uh, which, yeah, which I guess Kyle was singing to her. Yep. Um, it, a few episodes was, back. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I think he's sung it to her a few times. Uh, oh, I guess it was yeah, when she was going to do her. Um, was it when he was helping her with her like recital uh, and he pulled out the guitar? 
Oh yeah, might have been then. Said he, he said he did say he used to sing it to her when she was a baby. So okay, I think okay. that's when he's. Yeah, he sang it when he was drunk one time. Okay, I think he, he did sing it sober. <laughs> okay, another time. But yeah, the dance. Sarah cannot keep it in. I mean, teenage emotions. Uh, right. <laughs> how could you possibly? Uh, and and yeah, totally brings the house. Like the the whole barn is like very quiet. Yes. Um. And uh, and uh, yeah, so interesting stuff. I, when they went outside, Sarah, Kyle's tried to calm Sarah down. Lana joins them. And I love when Sarah's like, I saw him with some woman. And Lana immediately like whoo, turns on Kyle, like <laughs> the exorcist from the bar, <laughs> the, the girl from the bar. Yeah. Uh, you were just blowing off steam after work. So, okay. What does that mean? What does that, does that mean? Like he told her, it was no big deal kind of thing. Is that what it, that's how implying? I took it? Yeah. Is yeah. that no, no, no. I just go to the bar after work, you know, to have a few drinks, blow off steam. Like, no, she's just a friend. I swear. She's just my bartender. Like, it's not. Yeah. There's nothing else to it. I promise. Like, I, th- I think so, that's. Yeah, that must be it. And that's how because Lana probably had a had a feeling and he probably, you know, gaslit her. and was like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's normal. It's fine. It's no problem. <laughs> right. Um, and and the second that that Sarah mentioned mentioned it Lana was like aha my like intuition was right and we have a I I love that we have an older and wiser Lana that you know our young Lana from Smallville probably this would have just taken out her entire week (laughs) she would have ran off to France yeah yeah no kidding yeah (laughs) but I love how Lana as a mom is like this is my daughter's big day. Yeah, we're gonna deal with this later as a family, but this is not gonna ruin your night. Yeah, even though it really kind of did. It kind of did. But she like, did get to make this like real sweet speech, mm-hmm. you know, about Sarah in front of everybody, um, and Kyle's just kind of watching from the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like ugh, the the like power and like strength that, that Lana like summons to be like, I am going to make that you only get one of these, you right. know, uh, one night like this. And so we're going to make it, we're going to make it special. You, this only happens right. once and you're going to make it special. You prepared for this. They said she had, you know, studied and, 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 and done pre- prepared for this night in a, in a big way. It's a big night in her life. And so mm-hmm. they were going to, well, Lana was determined to make sure that it was special. Um, by sort of any means necessary. And we totally missed that. I mean, we had Kyle's mom there, uh, Marianne, she's called in the the credits. Um, and the actress, by the way, was in a movie called Quinceanera. So nice. It must've been like, Oh yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we totally missed a scene where, uh, Kyle's mom walks out and I'm like, you did what son? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to come talk to me about this on your daughter's kissing you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. You know what? I, I loved, I loved the moment where Clark is talking to Kyle and he says like, Oh, I always loved your mom. Like I, I love that. Like that just yeah. a little moment of like, he grew up here. History. Of course he would know. Yeah. Like there's a little history yeah. there. And of course he would know her. And, and like, I thought that was, that was cool. And then of course, Kyle, like talking in riddles to, to Clark as he does like, well, not everything's so rosy, blah, blah, whatever. Like, um, <laughs> well, yeah. When he comes out, he's just like, uh, I messed I up. May have, I made a, I made a huge mistake and I think my family is about to pay for it. Right. It's like, Oh God. Um, 
you know, Clark's looking around for Bizarro, like what's, yeah, <laughs> what's yeah, coming yeah. next? No what's kidding. coming? <laughs> Is it Ali Ali? <laughs> Who, who's coming? Um, <laughs> no, he just cheated. Yeah. Uh, jerk. <laughs> jerk face. Um, so. And uh, you told her you were going to leave Lana for, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. He must have been deep in the bottle, I'm assuming. Yeah, you know, yeah, probably. Hitting that tequila hard. And, yeah. And just unhappy and. Yeah, I you know I'm assuming. I wonder what what led into what. Right. Whether it was Kyle's drinking that got Sarah headed down a dark to a dark place, or vice versa. The pressure of oh, yeah. your daughter going through that drives you to the bottle as a father. Right. 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 Um, yeah, it could go could, yeah. could go either way. Yeah, I don't, yeah. There's a story to tell there, right? Like they they could. Yeah. I hope they tell that story. For sure. Uh, probably the same episode where they're going to explain how um, John and Nat came from their planet. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> right. How that yeah. all happened. <laughs> two different ways. How they came two different ways. <laughs> two different ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I swear there was more here that I wanted to talk about. Um, There's always more to talk about. I mean. Oh, yeah. The The. The fact, the, the other thing that got kind of cut from this episode was there was going to be a, a montage ending. Where mm. you see, of course, your classic, you know, play a pop song. And sure. Different people's uh, reactions. And one of the things that they had, uh, I, it had filmed was a shot of Kyle realizing how he tore his family apart and mm. just breaking down and crying. Oh, wow. That would have been really yeah. something. And they're like, oh, it just killed them to cut that. You know, because yeah, 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 that would so. have been something to see. So, I'm yeah. trying to think of things we haven't talked about. You know, when Superman comes and saves Allie from Bizarro, mm-hmm. that scene uh, felt very sort of quintessential Superman to me of like showing up just in the nick of time of when the bad thing is going to happen, pushing the person out of the way and taking the hit. Like, <laughs> That yeah. felt very sort of classic. Like you could have seen that in the George Reeves or in the animated series <laughs> or Lois and Clark or whatever. Like that would have fit in any Superman property you could think of practically. Like it, it just is classic Superman. Right. And it was almost, it was almost frustrating because Chrissy is having this discussion with Allie about the world that she just went to. And then all of a sudden Lois like kicks the door. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and then Superman shows up. It's just like, what's going on. <laughs> and Allie's all like, ah, well, like Lois is here. Like everything's terrible. And it's like, no, yeah. she's here to save your yeah. life. <laughs> so yeah. Looking forward to uh, what comes up next, next week. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, get into the trailer and the spoiler section yes um, after all that after all that yeah um well hey thanks for listening if you're not sticking around for spoilers you can visit us at superman tv talk.com if you have thoughts uh any of the qu- myriad questions that we raised uh if you have thoughts theories on uh, any of it uh send us your feedback at superman tv talk at gmail.com or follow us on social media at Superman TV Talk uh, on Twitter and Starkville House of L on Instagram. Of course, you can subscribe uh, and rate and review us on your favorite uh, podcast app, uh, Apple Podcasts. Spotify now does ratings and, and, and reviews, so so be sure to hit us up there as well. Uh, and shout out to our buddy Craig over at Krypton Site, KSite TV, uh, for 
uh, always having the best, the cream of the crop coverage for all things Superman and Lois and really all things having to do with uh, with good TV. Uh, and he's he's yeah. at Superman Lois TV on uh, on Twitter as well. Yeah, he had a uh, two part interview with uh, Indy Navarrete. I just like to call her Sarah <laughs> this week. Uh, so check that out. Uh, if you want to learn a little bit more of what Sarah was thinking about or what she thought Sarah's what Sarah's going to do now uh, that she's gotten all this dropped on her, uh, it's a good read. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and uh, I'm sure we'll all be together uh, next week. Uh, it, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Yeah, you talking about? I'm here. I'm here. Uh, yeah, I know, but but mm-hmm. we got to have a conversation about t- taking a hint because yeah. It's, it's, Feel better uh, though. Get 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 well soon. Get, uh, boy, Edna, make him some soup. <laughs> and you know, it's actually funny because the more I've talked on the podcast, the more my voice is worn down. The more I'm starting to actually sound like Derek. Oh, funny. Uh, uh. So I better uh, <laughs> I better wrap it up. Well, that's so. our cue. Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, everybody, see you next week and. We're always around. Everything about this me is bizarre. Huh? Bizarre. Oh. I need to understand why he's here. There is an inverse to us all. A bigger threat may be coming. All right, that was the trailer for this week's, uh, or next week's episode, Tried and True, uh, the one that Amy Jo Johnson uh, directed. Uh, and, uh, yeah, some, uh, points to go over in that trailer. Um, number one, we get to see Clark without his shirt next week again. Whoop yeah. Whoop. Um, that they, they have like 20 seconds for a little preview of what's happening next week. And they decided to take some of that to make a toothbrushing joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of things like, you know, we got to understand why he's here. And uh, um, somebody says, there's an inverse to all of us. And uh, um, Superman says, a bigger threat coming. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. lots of backwards lettering. And uh, and and um, you even see the the logo backwards this, this week. So mm-hmm. really. Things are getting. Things are getting. Bizarro. bizarro. <laughs> They're really milking the. the, the, the working at least one bizarro <laughs> mention into every episode if they can. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We're done with talking about doomsday. It's bizarro all the time. Right. Bizarre and bizarro. Um, here's the, uh, we, we, I read this last week, but just in case you missed it, uh, here's the episode description for tried and true. Uh, Lois tells Clark that she and Chrissy plan to do a deeper dive into the inverse society and Lana and Sarah, try to comfort each other after the fallout at Sarah's quinceanera. Meanwhile, Jordan notices something suspicious in Jonathan's book bag. And lastly, uh, Lieutenant Anderson finds himself under fire for the deterioration of the Department of Defense's relationship with Superman. Um, 
So maybe there's a, a, you know, maybe the president is going to call him and be like, uh, we work with Superman. You know, he doesn't just work for us. <laughs> right. Something like that. I yeah. Don't, don't yeah. Gotta, yeah. I'm, I'm getting tired of this not being able to work. Although I, I actually am a fan of Superman not working with the military <laughs> honestly, <laughs> for every conflict. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Um, I kind of am too, but I don't, they don't need to be adversaries necessarily no. either. I like but, a good check-in with the government, you know, like, yeah, hey, just yeah. so you know, I'm going to go protect us from da, 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 da. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was just rewatching Superman three recently and like, there's a, you know, he, ah. the, the burning building and whatnot. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, like he like checks in before he goes off. Right. Like that's very classic Superman, like telling, yeah. telling the cops like, Oh, I'm going to go in there or, or, you know, Hey fire chief, I'm going to go inside that burning building and save everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that, that tracks, but he doesn't need to be like a military asset necessarily. Right. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm like, we told that story now where that's, yeah, we can, we can take a break from that. Um, yeah. You guys last week talked about the photos that oh, I was out. hoping you'd get. Yeah, that was. I was definitely going to ask you what your reaction was to all that. I noticed, um, and I think either you or Derek mentioned it, and I, I sort of alluded this earlier in the uh, in the show today, but I didn't want to uh, spoil it for anyone who's, you know, staying away from spoilers. Um, but I, I did notice that. Yeah, um, Clark's cape has a little fraying going on in those set <laughs> photos. And so yeah. I do wonder if we're seeing if this is in Bizarro World that this is taking place. Um, that that sequence with with John dressed like the Metropolis Kid and all that stuff. So I I wonder if like I wonder if if that's actually Bizarro's super. When we, this is when we were talking about do they look like Bizarro's there? Oh, right, yeah, maybe like. Either either this is before he started looking that way, or or maybe this is just what he looks like in that world. Um, I I kind of wonder. I mean, it could just be that like his cape is, is in tatters because he's been fighting. Yeah, but, but it looks a lot like the the way Bizarro's cape is. It does. It does. And that's that's my first instinct is that it might be it. This might be a flashback or something to him back on Bizarro World with his own son. Who's you know the bizarre version of Jonathan, um, and maybe in that world they're a duo or something, and maybe they're working to take down Allie Alston. Maybe oh okay wait I just had this thought. Maybe in the bizarre world Jonathan has the powers and Jordan doesn't. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and you see how Jonathan uh, handles yes powers yes. Um, costumed up eyeliner yep, hair yep. gel <laughs> which is to say not handling it well um <laughs> and then you made a joke about is that lois's jacket and i kind of was like is it lois's jacket <laughs> is it that leather jacket she's a leather jacket wearing. she is always wearing a leather jacket so like he's wearing I'm, it he's wearing it in honor of his mom he ooh. had to make some alterations so he could fit into it maybe she's <laughs> no longer with us in that maybe. world Right. Okay. Honestly, it kind of looks like the same jacket. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent, but like it's, it could be. No, it's no, maybe that. not. The zippers are in the wrong place. No, it's not the same jacket, but it's real similar. Aww. 
come on, we could have stoked that. You could have just looked at looked over that, and uh, you know everybody could have been really just <laughs> thinking it over, stewing on it. I mean, between that and Sophie is actually uh, from Bizarro World. Mm. Uh, you know, I think those are two huge, huge theories that Twitter and Reddit need to get talking. About. They need to get on. They need to get on that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I I think there's something, there might be something to that. I don't I'm know. I'm excited. I, I really want to go to Bizarro World and see how Vancouver has changed. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun stuff. I, I, I think that's it, though. I uh, think that's uh, it. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for uh, uh, listening. And we'll be back next week in one way or another. It'll there be three of us, two of us, maybe one of us. Maybe it'll just be our alternates. Who knows? You know, <laughs> it, this is all leading to like a, a like Robin just having a complete like mental break where he's just doing all three voices next week. <laughs> well, I don't do any voices on this show. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's just you alone in a room having the entire conversation. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a shoe video like that where like Derek does all the voices or something? <laughs> the one where, where Houston's coked out on the lawn or whatever, and then he comes oh, back gosh. inside and he just does all all the voices. Uh, yeah. That's a deep cut for the old shoe fans. Hi, Tim. Anyway. Um, Good luck finding that on YouTube. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, I think that wraps it up for us. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. We're always around, up, up, and away, etc. Bye.